Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on the Earth Rangers podcast, the quest for the best is on. A race across the USA with the task to find the most amazing animal facts. The stakes are high because Earth Ranger Emma and newcomer Ryan are competing for a very special price. The winner gets to be the future host of this very podcast. The race began in New York City where Emma met some kids on a field trip hiked through Central Park, and learned a ton about urban animals. We find her now speeding east towards the lovely state of Virginia. Emma's going to do some hiking on the Appalachian Trail. Where is Ryan headed? Tune in to find out. Adventure on, Earth Rangers! about a bus ride. Earth Rangers, I don't know about you, but there's nothing quite like hopping on the bus, getting a seat by the window, and sitting for seven hours. Okay, so I am starting to get a teeny tiny bit bored, but I'm excited to announce that I'm here in Virginia, and in just a few minutes, we'll be arriving on the Appalachian Trail. Thank you so, so much for all of your awesome suggestions on the podcast section of the Earth Rangers app. It was Earth Ranger Ingrid who suggested the Appalachian Trail. Great suggestion, Ingrid. I've been reading and preparing for most of the drive. Today, I'm doing what's called the Priest Hike. It's supposed to be a bit challenging, but, I mean, come on. I hiked Everest, so, like, this should be a sort of small speed bump or a teeny tiny hill. Hmm, and what do we have here? It's a text from... Ryan. Let's see, it says... Hey, I'm in Tennessee at Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Unique, stunning. How's Virginia? Boring, predictable. Makes sense that you're there. Makes sense that I'm... Seriously? Okay, this section of the Appalachian Trail is going to be anything but boring and predictable. Oh, that's it. I am going to write to him, and, and I'm going to tell him exactly what I... No, 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 I'm not. I am not going to let it bug me. The weather is gorgeous, the air is clear, and I have a great feeling about today. I don't care what Ryan is doing or where he is. This is where I'm meant to be. And you can take a hike. Literally. And that's my stop. Perfect. Come on, let's go.
trailhead. That's the start of the hike. I'm gonna head into the forest and up and up and up and up until I've reached 4,093 feet in elevation. I'm gaining over 3,000 feet in elevation as I hike, but I've got my water, lots of snacks, I've applied sunscreen, and my boots are made for walking, so that's just what I'll do. Hopefully I'll meet some cool animals along the way. There's really no one else out here, so I'm glad you guys are gonna keep me company. Hey, I know. Why don't we play a game as we hike? True or false? True or false? True or false? True or false? Okay, Earth Rangers, true or false? The red fox has such good hearing, it can hear a mouse squeak from 30 meters away. Hmm, what do you think? You said false. You're wrong. It is true that foxes have excellent hearing. They also have eyes that are adapted for seeing things at night. They mostly do their hunting then, but it's not uncommon to see them during the day as well. I might even see one on this trail if I'm lucky. Ooh, okay. We have officially reached the creek. I know I have to cross over here and then find what's called a switchback. A switchback is a trail that goes from one direction sharply to another. It helps hikers climb up hills at a steadier pace, so they're not climbing straight up, but back and forth, like a zigzag. Oh, but before we cross the creek, let's stop to admire the adorable little frog sitting here next to a log. Oh, I think it's a wood frog. Wow, that's rare to see one this far south. Hello, wood frog. Wood frogs are so cool, Earth Rangers. I've studied them in the peatlands of Northern Ontario. It was actually one of the species we were protecting through our wildlife adoptions program in Canada this year. In the winter, they survive the cold by freezing. I know! Well, I mean, sort of. The wood frog produces a special type of antifreeze in its blood so that its cells don't get any ice crystals in them. But the ice does form in the space between the cells, and the frog stops breathing, and its heart stops beating. It buries itself under a layer of leaves, freezes, and then waits for spring. Wood frogs are so awesome. I actually have a really cool video of this process. It's a little creepy, but I'm sure you'll find it interesting. I'll upload it to the show notes so you can check it out. Okay, it's time to cross the creek and hopefully not fall in. find the switchback. Everything I read said that it's pretty easy to miss, so I'm going to keep my eyes peeled and... Wait, I think that's it over there. That looks right. Well, okay. Onwards! Earth Rangers! Whew, okay. So, I have some interesting news. Uh, I think I might have taken a wrong turn back there. I don't want to jinx myself, but this hike is very uphill. When it should be more back and forth, there is very little zigging or zagging going on here. And the trail is getting thinner and thinner by the minute. And you know what? I I think I just need to sit down and have a moment. (sighs) A nice comfy tree stump. Okay, 
I have to try and figure out exactly where I am. I'll just open the map on my phone and... Oh, no signal. No signal at all. Uh, okay, that's bad. That's... I mean, it's not good, but... Well, okay. Let's think about this logically. I'm up on the hill, so... If I just walk down the hill, I'll, I'll probably end up back where I started, right? I don't want to get lost out here. I really don't have any time to lose because I need to focus on today's task instead of wandering around aimlessly and... <gasps> Look over there, behind those trees. I, I, I think I see someone. Hi! Hello? Hi! Hello? Is someone there? Yes! Yes! Another hiker! Yep! Uh, I, I'm over here! Are you lost? No! I mean, yes! I mean... Uh, hold on! I, I'm coming down there! Okay. <laughs> oh! Oh, thank goodness I saw you! Hi! Missed the switch oh. back, huh? <coughs> oh... Yeah, I read in my map app that it was easy to miss, but I, I, I didn't think it was that easy. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I know these trails like the back of my hand, but it took me a long time to learn them. Anyways, thanks for waiting for me. I'm Emma, by the way. Hi, Emma. I'm Miss Mallory. So, you hike here a lot? Well, I do a lot of work on the Appalachian Trail, among other places. I'm a conservationist. Some call me the curious conservationist. Oh, really? Why is that? I guess because I'm always learning, always asking questions, wondering how, why, what next. Life can get pretty boring when you stop being curious. That is so right. That's exactly why I love being a podcast reporter. I get to learn something new every day. Oh, you're that, Emma? From the Earth Rangers podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Should have guessed by your t-shirt. That's so cool. I actually have a podcast as well. What? That's so amazing. What's it called? It's called Eight Minutes of Ew. Hmm, sounds intriguing. I'm sure my listeners would love to check it out. What's the best way to find your work? All my social media handles are Miss MS period Mallory Adventures. You can find all my adventures on the Miss Mallory Adventures website. Nice! I'll make sure to check that out. What kind of creatures do you focus on the most? I specialize in creatures that others might consider to be creepy, crawly, slimy. Some may even call them unlovable, but I love them. Creepy? Yeah, they hold the coolest secrets. Eels, slime molds, insects, spiders, snakes. The creepier and grosser, the better. You might call me an official grossologist. Whoa, a grossologist? <laughs> that sounds awesome. Do you mind if I take along and you maybe show me what you're working on today? I'd be happy to. Follow me. So this is where I've set up. I'm researching a bunch of creatures here on the trail, but today I'm looking for two very different types of animals, spiders and the Virginia opossum. And in order to see the opossum, I'm going to have to wait until dusk. It's nocturnal. Oh, of course. So I know you said you're the curious conservationist, but I have so many questions to ask you. Fire away. I love answering animal questions. Let's walk and talk. We can see if we can spot spiders as we hike. I'm looking for the endangered pencil top eraser size spruce fur moss spider. It's the world's smallest and rarest tarantula and has only been found on a few mountain peaks in Tennessee and North Carolina. But some hikers said that they think they spotted one on the trail. Hmm, interesting. Well, I will let you know in case I see anything. 
What other kinds of spiders can we find here in the forest? If we're lucky enough to see them, so many. They don't like to hang around scary humans much, but we can see orb weavers that create the iconic webs like we see in cartoons, funnel web spiders that like to make thick mat-like webs, trapdoor spiders, fishing spiders, wool spiders, jumping spiders, all harmless and wonderful. Nice. Harmless and wonderful is exactly how I prefer my spiders. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> but uh, which breeds should we be avoiding here in the United States? The main ones are the black widows that have that famous red hourglass and the brown recluse. It's small, tan, and has a dark head with a fiddle on its back. Now, other spiders look a lot like brown recluses, but brown recluses don't have any bands or spines on their legs. So that's how you can tell them apart from other similar looking spiders. But you won't really find brown recluses on the trail. They like sheltered areas like wood piles, basements, and those types of places. Good to know. So what's your best spider fact? Oh man, there's so many. I think it would be spider silk. I think it's fascinating that all silk is stored as a liquid inside the spider's body, and that many spiders can make different types of silk based on what they need it for. That is so cool. It's also stronger than steel by weight. That was all fascinating, Miss Mallory. I feel like I'm a total arachnologist. I just love spiders. I like educating people about all the good things about creepy critters. So it'll make everyone a bit more appreciative and a bit less scared of them. Spiders are actually pretty cool. I can totally see why you're learning more about them. What? Hey, is this the summit of the priest hike? Yep, this is it. Just a few more steps and you've made it to the top, Earth Ranger Emma. Wow, Earth Rangers. <sighs> I wish I could show you exactly what I'm seeing right now. It, it's stunning. I'm looking out over endless waves of green rolling hills. The sky is the bluest blue. The clouds are fluffy and white and they look so close. I feel like I could reach out and grab one. Uh, the air is just so crisp and clear. What a gorgeous, wonderful world we live in. You said it, Emma. Well, I hate to admit it, but I think we better head back down. I can't be late for my call with number one. She's my boss. <laughs> That's a cool name for a boss. Well, I mean, it's, it's a nickname, but uh, yeah, she's great. I guess I'm just nervous because I'm supposed to wow her with an amazing animal fact when I call her tonight. I'm kind of trying to get my old job back in this competition. It's a long story. I'm basically traveling all across the USA to try and win a series of quests. Whoa, that sounds exciting and a little crazy. Well, I hope you've got some facts from today that you can use. I've got to head back to the research station and get ready to watch four opossums when darkness falls, but I'll walk you back to the creek. Oh, that would be great. And maybe could you share some of your best opossum facts with me? Sure. Okay, I have a question. Why do opossums have such a bad reputation? Great question. I think because they look like giant rats and a little scary. They're prey to lots of predators, so they know how to put on quite the display. They open their mouths wide to show their sharp teeth. They hiss and growl. They even make quite the stink as a last resort. And it works, right? I mean, we're much bigger than a little opossum, and most people are fearful of them. That's true. So if opossums can eat pretty much anything, 
What sorts of things do they eat? They eat all the stuff that no one else really wants to. Ticks, roaches, venomous snakes, even roadkill. Gross, right? Not what I want to see on my dinner menu, but I am grateful it's on theirs. As far as things that eat them, hmm. Mainly coyotes, bobcats, large hawks and owls, even dogs, sadly. Okay, so you mentioned earlier that they can make a stink as a last resort. Is that what people mean when they say an opossum plays possum? Yeah, but unfortunately the opossum never really wants to play possum. It's an involuntary response, kind of like us breathing without even thinking about it. When the opossum's growling doesn't work and it fears it's going to be eaten, the body takes over and makes the opossum play dead. Really well, too. Even I've been tricked a few times. It gets stiff, its eyes look different, and it even starts stinking like it's been sitting there for a few days. It knows not many animals want to eat stinky dead things, and so playing opossum is its last chance not to become a meal. What if I see an opossum in my backyard? What should I do? The best thing to do is bring your pets inside and watch from afar. They're actually really beneficial to have as a neighbor. They'll eat all the creepy crawlies you may not want lurking in your backyard. One last one. Is it true that they're related to kangaroos? Mm-hmm. They're marsupials like kangaroos. In fact, they're the only marsupial in North America. Amazing. That is really cool. And it looks like we're back at the creek. Can you make your way back to the parking lot from here, Emma? I sure can. Hey, Emma. Since you mentioned you'll be spending a lot of time traveling, I have a little light reading for you. Let me just grab it from my backpack. Wow. The complete history of snakes. That sounds riveting. It has full color illustrations for all your snake identification needs. I just love it. Oh, this is so kind. Thank you again so much, Miss Mallory. You saved the day, and you made it amazing. Anytime, Earth Ranger Emma, and good luck impressing your boss. What an outstanding hike with Miss Mallory. She is so knowledgeable. And thanks to her help on the track, I made it back to the trailhead with plenty of time to polish up my animal fact for today. I think I have a pretty great one. Wish me luck. Oh, okay. Let's dial in. Hello, Emma. Hey, number one. I have had such an exciting day. I hiked up part of the Appalachian Trail, made a new friend named Miss Mallory. What's up, environmental people? Hi, Ryan. Emma was just telling me about her journey today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sounds fascinating. Anyway, I'm out here in Tennessee at Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Wonderful. Well, I certainly hope you both have an interesting fact to share. I totally do. Here it goes. Being here in the Great Smoky Mountains is absolutely stunning, and Great Smoky Mountains National Park is the most biologically diverse national park in the USA. We're talking more than 200 species of birds, over 65 species of mammals, and over 9,000 species of insects. What causes the biodiversity? The elevations of the park. The lower elevations are good for animals and plants that you can often find in southern states. 
As you get up into the mountains, the habitats are better suited for organisms that like cooler temperatures, like ones you'd usually see in the northern states. This place has it all, no matter what animal or plant you are. Ta-da! Great, Ryan. Do you have anything to add about one specific animal? Um, no? Okay, Emma, your turn. Uh, thanks, boss. A fact I love about the Appalachian region is that it's a millipede haven with some of the highest millipede diversity on the planet. That means there's more different species of millipedes here than anywhere else in the world. Millipedes are invertebrates. They're not insects. They're actually more closely related to lobster, shrimp, and crayfish. They basically look like a worm with legs. Lots of legs. The word millipede translates to a thousand feet. But while millipedes have many feet, none of them quite have a thousand. Most species actually have fewer than a hundred. Recently, a research team led by Virginia Tech University has identified and described a new species of millipede from here in the Appalachian Mountains. The researchers named this species Nanaria swiftae, after famous musician Taylor Swift, an artist deeply admired by the study lead author and entomologist Derek Hennon. They also glow in the dark under a black light. Creepy. <laughs> oh, I love Taylor Swift. Very interesting research, both of you. Ryan, thanks again for your update on the biodiversity of Great Smoky Mountains National Parks. Time to make my decision. The winner for this leg of the race, step two in the quest for the best, is... Emma! Seriously? Yes, Ryan, seriously. I'm always serious when I'm handing out points. This brings our score to one point for you, Ryan, and one point for Emma. You guys are neck and neck. Fine, whatever. What's our next assignment? I'm ready to rock and roll. Your third quest is to go underground. Find a famous cave formation and go spelunking. The deeper, the better. Caves? Uh... Underground? Nice! That's the quest for me. I love caves. Oh, yeah. Me too. Good luck, and talk to you soon. Later, skaters. Bye! Yes! Yes, 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 dude! Oh, did you hear that, listeners? We did it! I caught up! This is so awesome! Okay, okay, did you catch the new assignment? Find a famous cave! Looks like I'm gonna need your help again. Does anyone know of any cool cave systems here in the USA? Have any of you ever taken a trip to see a cave? I would love to hear any awesome ideas and recommendations you got. To do that, just go to the podcast section in the Earth Rangers app and click on today's episode. Maybe you're already listening from there, which makes things even easier. For everyone who hasn't discovered the podcast section yet, just click on the radio tower that you see in the mountains across the lake on your home screen and find me there. There is a ton of bonus content to be found that you can't find anywhere else. I wouldn't want Ryan to steal my animal facts after all. And each week, we are giving away a special avatar item for the winner of our trivia quiz. That reminds me. I have to pick the winner from last week. Check back on last week's episode to see if you've won. (laughs) That's all for today. Great work, everyone. Remember, together we can win this race and keep on ranging. Bye!
Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. Hey, it's Jess. Did you know that GZM Shows has a YouTube channel? Right now, all of six minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, GZM Beats, and Cupid and the Reaper are up. And they're in these, like, beautiful playlists. They have this fun audio waveform visual. And best of all, you can turn on captions. And the captions have character names. Anyway, subscribe to GZM Shows on YouTube. Maybe there'll be some cool things in the future, like live streams, interviews, behind the scenes. We'll see. GZM Shows on YouTube.